The basis of all questioning is what, who, how, when, and where. If it can't be phrased with those, then it's not a question. And some of you smarty pants are probably going to come up with an and you are kind of scenario. But then that question is based in a who. So if you can figure it out, if you're that smart, hit me up on Twitter, Oduole Bio. Now, let's get down. Hello there, I'm Bio, and you're now listening to What a Joke. Please take note that continued listening may result in one or more of the following. Involuntary and unrestrained laughter, learning new things, enjoyment, being offended, and falling in love. And most importantly, always remember, don't take everything you hear on here too seriously. Karma. What is it? Is it a female transformer? And then, in politeness, you greet it and you go, Good morning, Karma. It's absolutely possible that somebody was thinking that. And I know you laughed. Karma is the universal law that says, What goes around comes around. Like the hula hoop, trademark Lil Wayne. It's a universal concept present in everything. From religion, to agriculture, to football. Sometimes, people call it nemesis. Some call it sowing and reaping. Karma can take years, even lifetimes, to catch up. So, you know, if you do something bad now, it might not be that chop it. So, take it with a grain of salt. And sometimes, karma is pretty instant. Like instant noodles. And that is what happened to this great man in one of my favorite stories ever from a campaign trail. He is known for many things, and he goes by many, many names. A lot of them not good. But one fact that will remain true is that he is the 46th president of the United States of America. Unless, of course, you know, a time traveler decides to sort out that bit of history for us. I believe that the president is literally an existential threat to America. Joe Biden is a dummy. I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. When historians recant the greatest rivalries in all of fiction and reality, they will call Naruto and Sasuke, Coke and Pepsi, Ronaldo and Messi, Biden and Trump. And while rivalries usually come out of a hidden mutual respect for one another and also bring out the best in each other, this one, there was no love lost. But I digress. On Friday, June 19th, ex-President Trump, so it's sweet to say, planned to hold a presidential rally. However, he had to move it forward because, and but I think this is a kind of like mini debate. When you say you're moving something forward, does it mean you're bringing it like closer? Or does it mean you're like moving it away? I'm just gonna go with moving it further. So yeah, he had to reschedule it forward because it coincided with Juneteenth, which is the celebration or remembrance of the whole slavery ending in the U.S. And my black brothers and sisters ain't gonna let that happen now, are they? 
Woo, preaching. In the first place, holding a presidential rally amidst the dangers of a rapidly spreading virus in a nation that recorded the highest by far number of cases did not seem like a bad idea at all to the commander-in-chief. Reminds me of another president. For what it's worth, you know, Trump probably thought, because the coronavirus is just a lie to affect my re-election. And for what it's worth, it kind of did. You know, small. And even when top US health officials said it wasn't safe, Trump was probably like, or he actually went, it's a good to meow meow. We move. But then nobody, and I mean nobody, not even Trump, expected it to turn out how it did because the auditorium rented out was a 19,000 seater capacity. And despite COVID, they sold a million tickets. That's a lot of plastic chairs, you know? At one time, one might probably wonder if Americans had absolutely lost their minds. Because what? But then Trump just had to go and jinx it. The day before his rally, he tweeted a photo of an almost empty auditorium with the caption, Joe Biden's rally, zero enthusiasm. And if we're being fair, a lot of us will have done the exact same thing. He's bragging rights. You're not going to miss out on that. But just the next day, Casala bust. The following morning, before Trump headed for the venue, three, not one, not two, three. Always wanted to say that. Three of his campaign staff tested positive for COVID-19 and were automatically benched for the rally, of course. Like, if you think about it, these guys got the vid and they didn't even go for a rally. I bet doctors were probably clenching and biting their nails like, oh God, the cases. And the number of cases that would have sprung up would have been phantasmical. That's a word. And I say would have because for Trump, Bahala do be like bicycle. When he arrived at the scene, 95% of his crowd had been raptured. We've been tricked. We've been backstabbed. And we've been quite possibly bamboozled. The auditorium wasn't even full. I mean, from... A million expected people to 6,000 people present. If it was in Lagos, I would understand. Traffic or no, Trump's face at the moment he realized would have been the most epic meme ever. Like, you can imagine it with the... Oh, no. So, what really happened though? How did... 900 and something thousand people disappeared. Well, in just nine days, K-pop and TikTok, I like to call it the K-Talk Alliance, gave birth to one of the greatest, lesser known, feats of solidarity that this decade may ever know. Then again, I might be jumping the gun. 2020 is just the start. They tapped into the power of Sorosuke, and if it happened any other year, it might have been way bigger news. But 2020 now, OG. Once the rally was open to registration, K-pop fan accounts started sharing the info with their followers. You know, buy tickets, yo. Buy tickets to the rally. But don't show. And from there, it trended on TikTok with videos instructing people to do the exact same thing. A lot of these got deleted not long after because 
You don't want to leave a trail. Note, K-pop means Korean pop, in case you've been wondering why a breakfast cereal brand has been dabbling in politics. It is less like a genre, though, these days, and more like a culture, because their reach, their, their numbers, if they decided to start their own sovereign nation right now, they could probably pull it off. Just K-pop. Just BTS fans. The Trump administration later tried to blame the low turnout on riots, in quotes, happening outside. But every single media outfit that was present that day said there were no riots happening outside at that time. So, what did it do? Trump fought valiantly. Right until the end. <sighs> He's even still fighting. And even though... A lot of times when you hear his voice, you just want to scream. Would you shut up, man? Listen. His karma is as bad, no, as rotten <laughs> as that of Barca fans. But I'd hate to bring that up now. You have to admit, he wasn't a bad president. He was just a bad person. And him losing the election shows that that matters to the people of a nation. So, Sorry, the people of a developed nation. Make a note to talk now. That's for another episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the end. If you liked it or not, please share with your friends, family, enemies, and total strangers in any way you can. Help share the humor. It would also mean a lot if you could subscribe to this show on the official Jamet platform. And I'd love to respond to your comments on the official Jamet Twitter page at Jamet FM under the post for this episode. Tune in next Monday for another episode because really, you can't make this stuff up.